Do you feel stuck? Has your podcast stopped gaining new listeners? Do you wish your community was more engaging? I know that a lack of engagement can make you feel like nobody cares about your podcast or nobody wants to hear what you have to say, but in most cases, that's simply not true. It's more likely that your loyal listeners just haven't found you yet. Your artwork, your titles, your descriptions haven't done enough to catch their eye. Now, I'm not here to sell you on an easy button. There will be some work involved, but the first step is to get another experienced set of eyes on your project. It can be difficult to objectively examine and evaluate your own work. So head over to thepodcastersguild.com and book a podcast audit. From there, we can work together to make sure your loyal listeners are able to find your show and understand why this is the show they've been looking for. Join me at thepodcastersguild.com and we'll get started today. You said Saturn. I was kind of going, it sort of depends on where you're coming from, exactly. to be honest with exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> like, it feels wrong to say that it's a, it's a happy yeah. topic, but yeah. in some ways it is. Podcast Better is for you, the podcaster, or soon-to-be podcaster, who has a business, a cause, or a hobby that you're passionate about. Each week, we'll take a closer look at the mental, physical, and technical skills necessary to produce a quality show that your fans will want to listen to. Thanks for sharing part of your day with me so that we can podcast better together. Welcome, 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 fellow podcaster, to another episode of Podcast Better. Today, Brent is back. My podcasting partner in crime, my most frequent recurring guest, he is back to share his story of leaving his most successful podcast. We'll delve into what happened, how it happened, and why it happened. There are certainly some lessons to be learned. So Brent, today we are talking about a little bit sadder topic, I guess you could say. I mean, it's it's a weird thing to think about now that I've been through it twice, actually, and you are currently going through this. I don't know if you've done it before, but we're talking about leaving a show, leaving a podcast. You said sadder, and I was kind of going, it sort of depends on where you're coming from, exactly. to be honest with you. Exactly. <laughs> like, it, it feels wrong to say that it's a, it's a happy yeah. top, topic, yeah. but in some ways it is, it, especially yeah. once you get past the initial shock of, oh man, I'm leaving. Like, yeah. then it's like, and, oh, oh, like a weight kind of comes off your shoulders. And just to clarify, the... I mean, I think the the position of leaving a show that we're coming from for this episode is you're voluntarily stepping out and and leaving a podcast. Yes. So so, this isn't you got mad. (laughs) But this isn't like getting kicked off the show by your your co-host or something like that. Like this is a you've made a cognitive decision that I'm stepping out of the podcast and walking away from it. Right. In general, yes, yes. I, okay. I, I, I'm, I'm not coming at it from. Yeah, your co-host asked you to leave the show. <laughs> right. I, I, I haven't been through that. As far right. as I know, you haven't been through that. No. Nope. So, I'm looking at it more like either you have a solo show and mm-hmm. you're thinking about stopping it, yep. or you have a show with a co-host and you want to step down. Well, then what happens to the show? So those are some of the scenarios I want to walk through a little bit. So, And this would also include shows that have made it past that episode seven 
<laughs> yes. uh, you know that you're not just like, okay you know what i'm not really gonna do the show anymore like yeah if you like haven't been invested it, in the show right like if you haven't made it to episode 10 yet well, let's just say you know if you're not feeling it it's okay to step quit. down just stop. quit just stop. <laughs> it's it, it's up to you if you want to let your yeah. audience know about it let them know but i mean i'm i'm guessing if you only made it to seven or eight episodes you might not even keep those episodes up right we're talking about stepping down from a a rather a, a more long-term idea mm-hmm. that You've had some at least modicum of success, however you define success. Yes, exactly. And so for those who might not know our backgrounds very well, don't dive too deep into it just yet, but give me a little bit of of background of the show that you are leaving. So five years ago, I started a show called The Pewter Cast, which focused on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And at the time, there wasn't a lot of other podcasts focusing on the Buccaneers at that time. There was three or four, not that many at all. And, um, I, I went through that first season. I really didn't know much of what I was doing. Uh, I knew how to do a podcast. I didn't know how to host one. You know, what would the show be? What would it become? What form would it take? And did multiple shows a week and went through that whole first season, uh, as a solo podcaster and had a lot of guests on, don't get me wrong. had guests every single week, multiple guests sometimes, but it was still just me and I had to find a guest round about season two. I wound up uh, asking a guy to come on as a co-host. Uh, his name is Ren. Fantastic. Uh, fantastic guy. I have loved podcasting with him for the last four or five years. We have a great podcasting partnership. He has become an, a friend, a person that I call a friend, and have loved working with him. And the show has continued to grow and develop over the years. And it's been it's morphed and it's shaped and it, it's come to a spot where the show is doing very, very well. There has been this explosion of podcasts in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers space of all places for major league sports, historically worst team ever in every single sport category or sport that's out there. Like (laughs) combined, this little team has had this explosion in content creating and podcasts. And so we've been forced to over the years, always try to be on the cutting edge and always try to be first. And okay, what, what other people are moving into what we're doing, copying, frankly, copying what we're doing. Okay. Now how do we do it different or how do we do it better? How do we do it first? And that has morphed into, uh, we do, we do live call-in shows and we do midweek shows and we do interviews with the media. We've been granted media access to the team, uh, before in, in several capacities, COVID knocked that out this past year, uh, when they had to reduce a lot of that. Uh, so like I said, it's, it's been, we, we just completed our fifth season, uh, with the team and, uh, I am, I'm stepping out at the end of the season. Uh, got to let no Ren know earlier this year and, and, uh, he's going to carry on with the show, but that's, that's been the show. It's been my baby this whole time. So, so from, from my side of things, like I said, I've, I've actually started four shows. I'm currently only on two. So that, that starts off with, uh, my very first show, I started Tales from Godric's Hollow. Mm-hmm. It was a Harry Potter podcast where I was trying to introduce a friend of mine to Harry Potter. He had never read the books, never seen the movies. Mm-hmm. And the only way I could get him to actually do that was in podcast form. So each week we would read a couple of chapters of the book and then we come on the podcast and discuss those chapters. And that For was a my long goal. time. I might. Add. Yes. <laughs> the episodes were very long. Yes. But it was my goal to get him to read the books. Mm -hmm. I wanted to get him through the Harry Potter series. And so after about two years, Mm -hmm. we accomplished that goal and made it through. And that's when I decided it was time for me to leave. And and we'll get into the logistics of that in a minute. But the the other one I had, my second podcast, actually, Mm -hmm. 
the first one I took on kind of a solo project and and had a lot of guests on as you did in your early years as well mm-hmm. was Need More Buffs. Mm-hmm. And if you've listened to podcast better, you've heard me mention this a few times before, but it followed a trading card game called Light Seekers. And that show lasted for, I think, like a year and a half, almost two years. Mm-hmm. And then the game stopped production. Right. And so basically I ran out of content. Mm-hmm. And so that's when, once again, I said, hey, we don't know exactly what's going to happen with the game. We don't know if it's coming back. So I'm going to stop with the podcast right now because I really just don't have any more content if they're not going to be coming out with new product. So we're going to leave it here. If they come back, I'll come back. Otherwise, I'm done. Yeah. And so like we we're saying, we're talking about a little bit lengthier projects, one year, two years, five years, six years. What happens when you need to step away from those? Yeah. And so... I've already given you a couple of reasons that I step away. Mm-hmm. My first one, I accomplished my goal. I felt satisfied. And honestly, the pot, that podcast grew bigger than I ever imagined. Mm-hmm. I didn't care if I had any listeners throughout those two years. I was there to get my buddy, Josh, to read the Harry Potter books. Mm-hmm. By the way, j- just, just a little side note. If you can podcast and not care about the number of downloads that you're getting, like if that, if the downloads is not your reason why, but mm-hmm. it's to get through. It makes everything so much better with your podcast. It, really it, it makes podcasting so much more fun when you don't care about the download numbers. And it's really just about the show itself. Yep. And Brent, you don't know it, but in my previous interview before this episode uh-huh. focuses on download numbers and we, we come to the same conclusion. Yeah. Come to the same conclusion, man. If you need to focus on the download numbers, you're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you brought that up as well. We'll reinforce that time and time again. So I guess the next question I want to address is how do you know when it's time to step away? Yeah. Why don't you walk me through your process? It was a very long, drawn out, arduous process. I'm a kind of person I tend to usually begin at the end, you know, like whenever I start a new project, the end is in mind. Because I'm well aware I'm not going to do this for the rest of my life. So there sure. will come a time when when I step out. And the question is, what kind of what kind of show am I building here for how I put the show together? You, you mentioned one, you accomplished your goal. You, mm-hmm. you got to the end of your goal and you had a choice at that point. We could continue and move into sort of a phase two of the thing, or I can be done and step out and be and be satisfied. And that's a great thing to have is having that end point. Then you have the other one where, no, no, this thing is perpetual and could just keep going and going and going and going and going for like for me, because I was following a a product that, you know, unlike a card game, it's not going to go away. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's it's like it's it's the NFL. It's football. It's the biggest sport out there. It's it's not going in. Not anytime soon. So, and, and I mean, it's, it's like, it's the difference between doing a television show, a scripted television show versus doing a news show. Like the news is always going to happen. Like, mm-hmm. so there wasn't as clear cut as of a, of a, of an out, but I'd been thinking for a long time, like, when is this going to come? When I first started the show, my kids were three and newborn zero. Mm-hmm. My kids are eight and five now. And the demands on that only increase as they've gotten older, you know? And it's, it, you, you know, that, you know, that, 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 um, 
I don't know what you call it. The lesson about, you know, how if you put a frog in, in cold water in a pot and then turn the heat on, like he'll never notice the water getting hot around him and he won't jump out <laughs> of the pot. Right. Sure, sure. Like that's kind of what it was like for me. Like as I'm doing this show and the show is growing and gr- I mean, Matt, the show had 30% growth minimum every single year. The show continued to grow the show. We, we moved in, we expanded into, into video, into YouTube and, you know, the, the show eventually monetized and there was, there was never a downturn for the show. You know what I mean? Like in, in Mm -hmm. all the markers, like if the show had just fallen and people stopped listening, that would have been a lot easier, (laughs) you know, like that just would have been a lot easier. Yep. So I'm fighting, I'm looking at this going, okay, what is the natural out? Like I I just started asking the question and the show continued to grow and things in my own personal life continued to get busier and busier and hectic. And what happened was over the course of, it was probably round about somewhere in the middle of year three, where I just kind of started going, okay, do I, do I, how much longer do I have doing this? Yeah. I, I just started kind of asking the question because one, and here's what I didn't know. Am I just really mad that the team sucks? You know, like, cause there, and there was one part where like, I'm, I'm sitting in the stadium, I'm in the stands and, and I live, I live in a town that's three hours away from the team close enough to go to the games not close enough to be there every day, mm-hmm. you know, not close enough that, that I have to come up with a plan for childcare and different things like that and leave my family. And I'm sitting there in the stands and I'm stewing going, what am I doing? I spent all this time and all this money and all this effort for this team that gives nothing back. And you know, I, I was just, I was kind of in that mode and I was going, I don't want to step out of a show just because I'm mad right now in the yeah. middle of it, you know? And, and, with the gr- and it really when you're doing three four episodes a week there's one point we were doing four episodes a week matt and that's a grueling pace and i'm not talking 15 minute episodes i'm talking hour two hour episodes yeah four times a week that is grueling and when you're going and you sit back and you go, it's just 16 weeks well yeah but then you back it's 20 weeks it's half the year and when you when you get to like the mid part of the season and you're just tired and you're cranky and it's not fun and you got to go well here's why we sucked again it's not fun. It's just not fun. And then what would happen inevitably is, so you start having this thought and you go, okay, well, let's just get to the end of the season, get to the end of the season. And then you get to the end of the season and you, we downshift and we start and we just take like a big long break and you go, you know, I can do this again. You know what I mean? Like I could do, this is fine. I yeah. just, I was just, I was you just in the middle of the to... season. I could do this yep. again. Let's fine. Let's go. Let's, let's, let's gear up for another season. And you would, would kind of go through that, but you stepped out of tales because that's where I got to know you was through tales. Yes. And I watched you step out of tails and I went, Hmm, that made an impression on me, Matt. I've never told you this before, but that made an impression on me of watching how you stepped out of that show. And I went, okay, that's interesting. There's another podcast I listened to called mission log podcast. And somewhere in around the fourth season, one of the co-hosts actually the coast that I absolutely uh, love, actually I loved them both, but like, I liked this guy a little bit more. He wound up stepping out of the show. And they okay. went through that process and there was a process by through which they, they'd went out. I'd known a couple other podcasters who the process they use where they just went, okay, this is my last show deuces. And they pulled the show <laughs> and they're gone. And those people have been podcasting for a couple of years. Yeah. So I, there was a couple of different ways to do it. And then one of the, how do I say this, Matt, have you had this experience in the, in the podcasting space you've been in that the, the topic that you cover as a podcaster there's a lot of other podcasters that are covering that topic. And if you're intentional about it, you actually can become friends with those people and you can yeah. build up a community around this topic. And, and these, you could get to know these guys, right? Well, like I said, I was one of the very early ones. Well, one of the guys who's doing it before me 
one of the guys who was doing it when we still called them podcasts because they were played on iPods. Yep. That's how long he'd been podcasting, right? He just stopped in the middle of the season. And he got, he, like, everybody just went, where's Derek? Why isn't he podcast? Where's his episode this week? And we didn't hear from him for like half the season. And then he came out <laughs> at the end and just went, hey, real life got in the way, kids and stuff like that. And I'm, you know, I should have, and he said, and I've, I've talked to him a few times at the games and stuff because I'd see him there. He said, I should have quit two years ago. Yeah. He should, he, he extended it a lot longer than he ever should. And he's talked about how just the joy had sort of seeped out. And so mm-hmm. I get into year four and that joy had seeped out a lot quicker than it had. And I told my wife fairly early on, I know I'd had conversations with you about it. Like, how do yeah. I step out? What do I do? Cause I didn't know what to do. I didn't, I didn't know how to, how to handle it. I had conversations with other podcasters and I'm seeing how other people are leaving. I have the thought in my head. I already told you that I've had the thought in my head. What is my exit point? But I can't because the show's doing well. Right. Yeah. Like I wanted to, but the show was taking off. It'd be crazy to step out now because the show's going good. Now we're making money at the show. Like this is great. And I, I, I genuinely like my co-host. You know, mm-hmm. had a good time talking to him and I watched him just sort of, just sort of step out. And, and he's like, you'll know when the time comes, you'll know when the time comes. And, and I got to the end of season four and I, I told my wife, I said, I'm done. I'm out. I can't do it. And she said, no, you can't do it. You give it one more year. Just, mm-hmm. She said, just do it. She's like, you're just mad because the team sucked. Give it one more year. And if you still don't like it at the end of that year, then fine. You, you can leave. Like she didn't let me quit. <laughs> and then the team goes and signs a new quarterback and the team, just takes off and the team winds up going to the Super Bowl and it's been a fantastic season this past year and the whole time the whole season I've gone you know I like it when I'm in the middle of it but there has not been a single episode yet this whole year where I've gone oh I can't wait to go podcast tonight I was like I don't really want to do this tonight and I'd force myself to do it right yeah and then we had a guest on who he doesn't do podcasting he does some other stuff but it it it's something it's just kind of this perpetual thing and he just always said look as soon as i stop having fun i'm not doing this anymore life's too short and i'm not i'm not wasting my life and i went yeah i'm not having fun at this anymore right and i had mm-hmm. to come to a spot where i said even when the team's winning even when the team's doing good i still don't want to do this and then the this was the ultimate thing and i'm sorry if if you could take anything out of this matt it's not one thing that's what i'm trying to get across it's not i just hit this point it's layer after layer. It was a long process for me, right? Sure. But I had this 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 one thing. My kid looked at me, my eight year old, who said, "Daddy, will you read this book to me?" Because we we'd been we'd been getting into reading Harry Potter, and we'd finished that. And we were in another book series called The Green Ember, which is a fantastic book series for kids. And he said, "Daddy, will you read Green Ember to me tonight?" And I went, "Buddy, I can't because I have to go podcast because the podcast had a schedule and we had to keep it." And I went. Mm-hmm. How long, how much longer are you going to want me to read to you? And the demand, and, and I've started coaching his baseball team and all this, and I'm breaking my neck to, to get to where I need to. And my, my poor coast, I mean, I was never on time for a show and he was getting <laughs> mad at me and I understand it. But from my side, like I'm breaking my neck to get there. And yeah. this is for a podcast, a successful one, one where I'd had a lot of friends, but still nobody who's paying my bills, nobody who's tucking my kids in the, in the bed at night. And none of them are their yeah. kid's dad, my kid's dad. I am it. And I got to a point where looking at my son's face and I went, that was the moment I went, I'm done. I'm done. It, it all came to that point. And when I looked at my kid's face and, and I said, buddy, I can't because I have to podcast. I'm not doing it anymore. I don't care. I don't care what this team does. By the way, that was right before the team went on a winning streak and went all the way to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> 
You know what I mean? So I told my wife, I said, I'm, I'm out, I'm done at the end of the season. And she's, she talked to me about it and she said, okay, fine. Uh, she's been very supportive of me this whole time, even though she's been jealous of the time it takes me to do it. And uh, I waited until the team, I, I didn't, I didn't go out after the team had lost. I waited till the team had won. I had informed my, my host. I said, dude, you've, you've known this has come because frankly, here's the other thing, Matt, for the last year I've been phoning it in. Yeah. I really, I, I had not been giving it my all. You know, mm-hmm. like I just like it was it was a half hearted effort to me sure. and, and it's, I hated it. I didn't I didn't want it to be like that, but that's what it was. I'm not surprised to hear that from you because it was previous to this season. What last year sometime Yeah, when when you came to me and asked me, it's like, how do you know when it was time to go? And I gave you the same advice that I gave my other co-host on on Tales from Gotcha's Hollow mm-hmm. is if you're asking me, you know, it's time. It's probably already time. Yeah. 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 And, and, and that, that's, that's one of the pieces I, I think it's hard to explain. Yeah. But yeah. as soon as you start questioning it, mm-hmm. I think, you know, internally that it probably is time. Maybe it has been for a while now. Yeah. You're just starting to verbalize it. Yeah. And, and the internal struggle with that though, Matt, especially when the show is doing well, like I said, if the show was tanking, it'd been mm-hmm. easy. Yeah. The sh- ev- everything with the show is going up and to the right and it's yep. do it's and it's making money and we're exploding and we're expanding and things are happening with the show. There's no reason to want to walk away right now, except it's time, you know? Yep. And you're right. Yep. So, so I'm, I'm, you know, made the decision to walk away from the show and it's, it's the fortunate thing about the, the show that I'm in is there's a natural cutoff point to it. Like I could, I could have done what Derek did and just stop the show in the middle of the season and walk away and been perfectly happy, Yeah, you know, but I didn't, I said, I'm going to finish the season. I, I believe in finishing. Well, I'll finish the season. We, we, the show bookends at seasons with an award show at the end of the year. And, and so that, as we record this, that show for me is tomorrow night. It'd be my final show. And when that happens, I'm done. I'm out. And I'm, I can't, wrote. I can't be more excited. Like, like <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd go through the playoffs this year. The first time we've ever covered the playoffs. And I go, if we win, I get to keep podcasting for another week. <laughs> yeah. It's not over quite yet. Not yet. Not more, one more show. One not more yet. show. Not yet. But yeah. Okay. So th- that's it for you. That, I mean, that's, that's my why. That's why I'm stepping out. Yeah. Yep. That's why you're stepping down. It's I mean, everything, it's everything for, all, con- all topped on each other. Yeah. You have so many reasons in there. Everything mm-hmm. from it just wasn't fun anymore to needing to spend more time with your family. Mm-hmm. It just, I understand all that. Mm-hmm. Like I said, for myself, my my initial podcast, Tales from Gajic Talo, it was, I accomplished my goal. Mm-hmm. At that time, I had been planning to continue the show. Mm-hmm. If you had asked me six months earlier, I mm-hmm. yeah, I was planning to continue the show. What happened though is some of my other businesses started to take off. They started to take up more of my time, which I didn't have two years ago when I started. And so how was I supposed to know that I would need to spend my time elsewhere? Because mm-hmm. like you said, Tales from God of Tala was not a short show. No. Our episodes by the by the end of that two year period, like we were running three to four hours weekly. He's not lying, folks. He's not lying. I listened to every minute of that show. He's not lying. And I mean, you can go check out the episodes. They're still out there. But on top of the three to four hours that we are actually recording the show, mm-hmm. there was all the prep time. 
Yeah. Because we would need to read the chapters or watch the movies. Yeah. And you might be saying, well, Matt, it doesn't take that long to read two chapters of Harry Potter. Except, have you ever tried to read two chapters of Harry Potter while taking notes, while trying to figure out how your co-host is going to react to these chapters? Mm-hmm. It's a whole different ballgame. Yeah. And it takes a lot more prep time. So all of that put together, like I was spending easily 10 hours a week on the podcast and so i mean that's 40 hours a month i mean that's yeah and you and you weren't even and forget correct me if i'm wrong you weren't doing the production on the show correct your co-host was doing i was the not my co-host he, he was doing was the production, production. He was doing the the uploading and and the show notes and all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. yeah yeah so that's just uh, me being a co-host yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. it it took up a lot of time and i just didn't have that kind of time anymore Mm-hmm. Not to mention by that point, I had started my second podcast. Right. So I, I had a lot of stuff going on and I just knew that, you know, cutting that one thing out of my life would clear up a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I had accomplished my original goal. Yeah. So I didn't feel too bad about leaving. So the next question had been, what happens when you leave? Mm. What do you do with the show? So for me, Tales from Goddard's Hollow, I handed it off to my co-host. I asked him, I, I, we had these conversations behind the scenes long before I left, mm-hmm. but it's like, what do you want to do with the show? And it was either shut it down completely or he can keep going. Right. And he wanted to keep going. Mm-hmm. So instead of letting him just run solo, we said, Hey, let's find some co-hosts for you. Mm-hmm. And so we actually put it out to our audience, which was very interactive community at that point. Yep. And said, hey, we're looking for new co-hosts. If you're interested in doing this, apply here. And now he already had someone in mind, but he actually ended up bringing in two co-hosts instead right. of just one. Right. So he brought in the guy he had in mind plus someone else who had applied. Mm-hmm. And then there were three of them running the show. Right. So then that helped me. Like I f- felt even better about leaving. It's like, hey, it's going to be left in good hands. I trust these people. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like Did you, I'm but, leaving and you're going to have to shut down the show now. Let, let me let me ask you about that, though, Matt. OK, because you knew yeah. handing it off to a different sh- different co-host set of co even with the one staying the same, the show was going to change. Yes, it, it had to like by nature, because it, mm-hmm. it you and Josh was different than Josh and the two new co-hosts. Yes. Like the dynamics of that change. How did you handle that thought of like the show's like it's going to be different? It's just going to be different moving forward. To be perfectly honest, yeah. the first few weeks after I left, I ignored the show as much as I could yeah, and just kind of let it run its course and said, hey, it, it, I'm not involved right now. Mm-hmm. They're going to do their own thing. They're going to make it their own. I need to be okay with that because I stepped out and said, I'm done with the show. So I let them kind of take their time, get comfortable, find their groove. And mm-hmm. then I came back a few months later and started listening to the show again. And they did. They found a way to make it their own and retained the audience that we had. And I, I honestly, I think they've grown the audience since I left even. So it, it, it's, it's good to see that shows can survive without me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm right. not, I'm not, I'm not that big to think that everything's going to fail just because I leave. Mm-hmm. But it, it was good for me to see that because that gives me, you know, confidence moving forward. And it gives me an example to share with other people and show them that, Hey, it's okay to leave. It's okay to let other people take over what you started. Mm-hmm. It happens all the time in business, right? Businesses get taken over all the time, get bought out. And a lot of times they get better when that happens. Mm-hmm. 
my second show then, like I said, I simply quit because there was no content. Sure. It was basically just me. I didn't have a co-host. I had a, a guests on almost every week, but it wasn't something I had to discuss with anybody. Mm-hmm. And so it is what it is. I just let my audience know that, hey, this is what's happening. This is the situation. I'm out of here for now. Mm-hmm. And just kind of let it slide. Now, I think you have a fairly similar situation to my first one. I had a choice to make because what's different about Tales from the Pewter cast is you and your co-host started that together and you guys moved yes. forward together. Now, I don't know if either one of you felt an ownership of the show more <laughs> so than the other, but that was from, from episode one, that was a partnership between the two of you guys and you move forward. That was yeah. not the case with me. With me, the show was my show. It was my show, my show, my show, my house, my rules. That's the co-host. Yeah. Like the, the, the term coast co-host was a very distinct term. I, I tried to, to lessen that line as much as I could, you know, uh, cause I, I never wanted it to feel that way, but he was the one who I said, Brent is the owner and creator of the pewter cast. So it was my show. Sure. So the question I then had, and this might be a little bit of what kept me from a while, you know, from actually shutting it down for a long time too, or at least I had to figure it out in my head, what, what I wanted to do. My two choices were, Hey, I'm ending the show and shutting down and he can go start his own new show. Or do I step out and hand it to him and let him take it? And, or there there would be a third option that I step down. We pull all the logo, pewter cast, all of that stuff away and just kind of let him have the RSS feed so that he keeps the subscribers <laughs> and everything. Like he could have gone that route with it if he wanted yeah. to. But uh, that that would have just it was either give him the show and let him do what he wants with it or pull the show and let him redo it. And I thought for a long time because it, it was like I was strangely protective of it and I still am like it's still my thing. And it's going to feel weird. Like you say you, you ignored the show for the first few weeks. I'm going to have to do that because I, I don't have any controlling interest in this show at all anymore after yeah. tomorrow night, you know, and that's just going to have to be the way it is, <laughs> you know, like it's just how it's going to have to go. And where I ultimately came down to was I, I said, Ren has been a part of this show for four years. This show would not be as successful as those without him. It just wouldn't mm-hmm. like it. Yes. It's my show. I felt no moral obligation to give him the show. I felt no legal obligation to give him the show. Sure. But he has been a big part of the show over the years. He's been a big part of growing the following, growing the subscribers, growing all of that sort of stuff. And almost selfishly, well, not it, it, let me back up the word legacy started coming to me, you know, like I started thinking okay. about the idea of legacy that if I've created something bigger than myself, something that lasts beyond my time with it, something that can go forward that I will have left that behind in that space to continue to grow and flourish. And, and, you know, look, I have no doubts that Ren's going to take that show and he's, he, whatever he does with it, it's going to look incredibly different from the way it does with me. And I'm like, that's a good thing for the show. You know what I mean? It should look different. Exactly what you mean. That's that's what happened with my, my show. Exactly. It should feel different. And I'm, I'm excited to see what he's going to do with it and he can continue to grow it. And then I will have left a legacy behind because like I said, when I started, there wasn't a lot of other podcasters out there. There's been this big explosion. I am fully aware of the influence that I've had upon this podcasting space. And I I say that as humbly as I can possibly say it, but it's true. I've had a big impact. So I'm going to leave this legacy out there and on a completely selfish note, and I've, I think I might have said this to Ren. If he takes it and he flushes it down the toilet and he tanks it, then everybody will know where the real talent was. 
<laughs> no, that's I'm just joking when I say that. No, yeah, Ren's yeah, going to do great you. with the show. It's going to continue to grow. It's going to continue to flourish. And, you know, here's the other thing. Ren and I had two different goals with the show, I think. Ren started looking at the show as a potential business that he could really make a living at. Yeah. I never saw it that way. I always knew that that would be a limiting governor for me because, like I said, I live three and a half hours away from the team. I can't go do the business side of this. Sure. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, I mean, I could, I'm sure I could figure something out, but I, it, this was always a hobby to me. I was always more interested in the show than I was in the profit of the show. And I think Ren is, he is looking at both. You know what I mean? He wants the show to grow, but he wants to profit off it. Cause he, this is part of this, is how he wants to make his living. He wants yeah. to do this full time and I'm cheering him on and, and supporting it. And the best way I can do is to get out of the way and let him take it. So it's tough. It's hard kind of going, okay, this was my baby and please don't, please don't hurt it and treat it nicely. And I have to let it go. I just have to let it go. And the only thing I've requested of him, and this is the only thing I've said, I was like, you, you can take it all. You, you've earned all the money. I'm not doing any kind of like, give me residuals or anything like that. I'm not doing any of that. The only thing I've requested is if he comes to the spot where he is ending the show or where he is stepping out that he gives it back to me, he doesn't give it to anybody else. It reverts back to me. That's the only thing I've That's asked fair. out of this whole thing. Because I may still have something left to do in the Buccaneer space. It's just not this show. Yeah. You know? Um, and even so, it's still my show. So, <laughs> but I yeah, that's you. where I, I am. And, and it's, it's been tough, man. It's tough. And we'll see what it is here over the next bunch of weeks too. So. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I mean, I, I remember back when I was moving away from Tales from God's Child that all the little things that went into leaving that show mm-hmm. from not meeting every Monday night to record to giving up the email address, to giving up the social media channels, which were purely mine before. Like Uh my co-host didn't have access to those. Right. And now I was handing them away. And then the biggest, biggest day is when I actually deleted them from my phone. Mm. It's like, man, I don't, I don't have access now if I wanted them. Yeah. Yeah. It's something, I mean, he and I sat down and I transferred all the, all the uh, passwords and everything over to him uh, about a week Mm -hmm. or two ago. And he's been running and it's been weird watching that Twitter account, which has been my voice for the last five years now with a very different voice and a very different tone. Yeah. You know, uh, there, there's only once that I've ever felt the need to go. I just like to take this opportunity to remind everybody that I'm no longer running the uh, Peter cast account that is solely (laughs) and personally rendaxed. Uh, yep. Yep. I understand, you know, but yeah, no, I'm, you know, here's the thing. I'm excited to see what he's going to do with the show. And I'm excited for him. Cause like I said, he's a friend of, he's legitimately a friend of mine. You yeah. were friends with your co-host before coming into the show. Mm-hmm. He became my friend through the show and I'm legitimately excited to see what he can do and where he's going to go and where he's going to take it. Cause the one thing I keep telling everybody, especially in an exploding space of podcasting, find what other people are doing and do something different add to the conversation, do it in a new way. And I'm excited to see what he can do with the show now that I'm honestly out of the way. Sure. Makes sense. And I get to go have fun doing other stuff now. And I'm still podcasting. Yep. I'm still podcasting. I'm doing <laughs> you, you and I both very different stuff. And I'm super mm-hmm. excited. Like I'm, I'm having, I'm, you know what, Matt, I'm having fun podcasting again. Awesome. I'm having fun with it. And that is, I think the most important thing for me. So I think in- the, the last thing I want to touch on, and we, we both mentioned it to some extent, but I want to make a point of it. When you are planning on leaving a show, whether you are just leaving as co-host or if you are shutting the show down, whatever you're planning on doing, I hope you'll agree with me, Brent, because I think it's what you did too. But let your audience know. 
Let them know ahead of time too. Yes. Let them know ahead yeah. of time. Let as yeah. soon as you have any sort of plan in place, mm-hmm. I think you can at least let them know that this is coming up. This mm-hmm. is going to be changing. Yeah. Even if you don't give them details at that time, just let them know because they will be very, very appreciative. Yeah. And they will be, it will give them time to kind of open up to the potential change and accept that change. And that's why, because like I said, it was like, I really had a decision to make at that point, whether or not do I tell people ahead of time or do I just drop the mic and walk away? And here's the thing. I'm not the kind of person who longs for accolades and for people to spend time going, Oh, we're going to miss you so much and stuff like that. I mean, that's, that's nice. And that's in the heartfelt. It's very, very much appreciated. You know what I mean? Like I, I really Mm do, but I don't know. I still kind of find a little awkward being on the other side, you know, like just send me a card. I'll be cool, man. (laughs) Like, like, um, that's not why, but you're right. There's what I noticed was when somebody just said, Hey, I'm done. And they dropped the mic and walk away or they just stopped. Didn't say anything at all. And they just stopped. Didn't say anything until six months later. And like, Oh yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. Like there was a very different reaction to that versus the people like you, Matt, as an example, I think of Ken Ray who, who did it over at mission log, who went on and said, this is the plan. This I love the way Ken did it. They they open up the show and say, "All right, we're going to rip the bandaid off. I'm leaving the show now. Let's talk about why." And sure. and here's my exit plan. And here's the I'm going to be on till the end of the year, or I'm going in this case, I'm going to be on till the end of the season. You when you stepped out, Matt. If memory serves, you were about a month away. Like you you guys made the announcement. It was like you had like four shows left in the bag or something like that that you were stepping yep. out around I, I, there. I think, I think I think we had actually uh, just about completed the series. Uh-huh. And we, we had a few episodes that we did past that, like one right. about like my favorite character that people want to explore. Mm-hmm. And you had some and, about the extra book, like the extraneous yeah, books that you guys some were of the doing. extra yeah. books that we had talked about doing. Yeah. And then, I mean, once again, kind of like you, I, I don't need a big to do about leaving the show, but my co-host kind of wanted to do that yeah. and give me that show and say, we're going to have a farewell match. And you know, you know what, Matt, that is, that is Right. And it is appropriate to have that. It's just awkward being on the other side of it, yes. <laughs> you know. <Yep>. It just, especially, <laughs> uh, probably even more so, maybe for a guy like you than than me. But I can imagine, you know. And I, Ren, Ren sent me a, he because the final show's tomorrow, and he sent me a file that's like twenty minutes long that's just li- uh, labeled Brent's farewell, and he said, <laughs> "Don't listen to it." And I haven't. And I'm like, but it's twenty. Mi- oh my god, what did he do? What's going yeah. on here? Like. He's, he's either going to like curse me out and tell me how horrible I've been for the last five years, or uh-huh. it's going to be, or it's going to be really sweet and endearing. And I'm banking. It's probably gonna be the other one. And, uh, yeah, I'm a words guy. That stuff fills me up. It really does, but I'm going to have to do it like live on the air. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's right. It's right and appropriate to, to be able to say goodbye and to have that transition in place. And by the way, here's what it's done is it's allowed my co-host a chance to, he has a new co-host. I don't even know who it is. He won't tell me. He, he told me, and I don't know if that's actually who it was, um, uh, Like, but he hasn't told anybody yeah. as far as I know. He hasn't told anybody. He hasn't released the, the information yet, and he's doing it right. He's he's letting, you know, he's letting me get out of the show before he says this is where we're moving on, yeah. you know, and if he changes that's the logo, I wouldn't be surprised at all <laughs> um, if he changes the, you know, if he changes the format of the show, and I hope like all of that's right and appropriate, and uh, yeah, so that's it. That's it, and with that, Brent. I think we're going to start to wrap things up here. Uh, thank you once again for joining me on the show. 
obviously this isn't the last I'm going to see of you because we still podcast together. We still have a show together, right? (laughs) Why don't you tell the people out there if they want to find you no longer at the pewter cast, right? I almost called it the Potter cast. That's, that's not our show <laughs> right. in any stretch of the imagination. But if you want to tell them where they can get a hold of you, where they can get in touch with you, go for it. Yeah, definitely. By the time you guys are listening to this, the pewter cast for me will be done. But if you want to keep up with some of the stuff I'm doing, the, the newest project I have right now is called Beam Me Up, a Star Trek podcast where basically I took Matt's idea from Tales from Godric's Hollow and flipped it on him. And uh, he's going through the Star Trek series, all of them, for the very first time and we're kind of doing a speed a speed through of it so uh that's been a very fun show uh and and we have been enjoying doing that together so you guys come join us at, at beam me up pod and if you want to follow me personally and i've got some other things in the works right now which will be very fun if you want to find out more about that you can find me at brent allen live across all the social medias beautiful that's all we got for today so brent thank you once again and we'll talk soon we'll do it no one should be telling you that your podcast needs to go on forever There are many, many valid reasons to step away from a show, but no matter what you decide to do, I urge you to keep your audience informed. I feel one of the worst things you can do is just stop producing a show without warning and without explanation. Because if you ever decide to come back to podcasting, even if it's with a different show, you may have a tough time winning back the trust from your audience. You don't want to give yourself a bad reputation. If you are considering leaving your show and you need somebody to talk to about it, please don't hesitate to reach out. I'm here to help. That's all for today. We'll talk soon. If you're starting a podcast soon, you're going to need a podcast hosting company. For that, there's only one company I recommend, Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout has a clean, user-friendly interface. Their system is set up to walk you through every step of the process you need to set up your podcast. But if you ever get stuck, I'm more than happy to help you out. Buzzsprout also has the best customer service I've ever experienced. So even if I'm unable to help, rest assured that your problem will be handled. You can try Buzzsprout free for 90 days to see what it's all about by using my affiliate link. Just go to thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout. That's thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout. If you use that link and choose to upgrade to a paid plan, Buzzsprout will even send you a $20 Amazon gift card after your second paid month. It's a win for everybody. Let me know if you have any questions. But head on over to thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout today, and I can't wait to see what you create.